0: We are. Hi, high. I'm Hi. Ginger. I'm Dee. I'm Marianne. And this is Chatting, Chatting with Chuck. Chat. Chat. Well, hello, everybody. Glad you could tune in with us today. We have our special friend Marianne Eagleson, with <laughs> us today. Fun. You know, like back in the day when my 17-year-old was in kindergarten, she was his gym oh. teacher. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so cute.
1: And Marianne started homeschooling back before it was
0: legal,
2: like
1: back before it was legal, what was that like?
2: Well, I like to say that Pennsylvania was like a crazy quill. Every school district <laughs> oh, was different, and um, every school district set up its own standards, and so you were subject to whatever the school district well, said. I can Some imagine. Some school districts were preparing a policy that said you had to actually have a teaching certificate in order to teach your own children. There are stories of parents who were prosecuted by their school district, mm-hmm. There were some that were told they just couldn't do it, so they went underground. Yeah. They went underground. Mm-hmm. Others were threatened with jail. I heard of one family that—can um, uh, you imagine this? But they had an observer sent from the school district to watch them teach their own children.
0: Okay, you think your days are? Hard? Oh, I couldn't even imagine no. someone watching over my shoulder.
2: No. no, no. Another friend told me that the school district was preparing to give her a, a rule that would mean she would have to come in. Every quarter with an evaluation for each child that she in had. A quarter. So she had four wow. children. So that would be a lot of evaluation. Yeah, for each child. You know. so Once a year. So enough? there was a lot oh. of um, pressure from the school districts upon homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. In whatever the school district said is what they have to comply with. Wow. Now, fortunately That's for great. us, the oldest child, Hannah, was eight. Not yet eight. Before in the compulsory education age mm-hmm. at that time was eight. eight. So she w- we started when she was six, and just the time that she turned eight, just about that time. So when the law went through, so we were saved so far. A lot of that yes. harassment, yes. Wow. Yes. although awesome. Bruce says, and, we, and I agree, we were prepared to leave the state if we would have mm-hmm. had to. Wow. Wow. That's amazing, that
0: is an amazing, is amazing. commitment. Yeah. And can you imagine like any of those things being thrown in jail, having to go underground mm-hmm. and hide, or having someone sit in your house? <sighs> yeah, that would have been so challenging. So it is such a blessing now that we can homeschool. Without worry. That's right. That's right. And what a blessing it has been to
1: Pennsylvania and to the nation that Marianne and her husband Bruce followed that call to homeschool.
0: Yeah. So Marianne. So when did homeschooling become legal in Pennsylvania?
2: It became legal in 1988 after about a four or five year uphill battle. And at that point then it made things much more unified and much more peaceful Mm. for homeschoolers.
1: Mm -hmm. So Marianne, do you know anything about how it became legal, some of the details, the process?
2: I know a little. Um, In September of 1984, Pennsylvania homeschoolers began to band together under Mm -hmm. the leadership of some homeschool leaders who were willing to learn how to get a law up. CHAP was there in the beginning, and actually it was then known as La Chia, Lancaster County Home (laughs) Educating Association. (laughs) And um, we grew out of that. CHAP grew Mm -hmm. out of that. Now, the leaders of CHAP and many other committed homeschoolers, leaders and parents and HSLDA, mm-hmm. and sympathetic legislators began to get that process going. In 1987, HSLDA actually filed a suit against 11 school districts in the state of Pennsylvania on, the, on behalf of nine homeschooling families. And they were saying that the situation in Pennsylvania was unconstitutionally vague so yeah. the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania agreed with that assessment and gave the legislature one year to get the law in order. That's good, put a time constraint on that. I yeah. actually <laughs> recall that we <laughs> went <laughs> down, I believe I believe it was the same time that my friend went down, who was, and it was, this she said, it was 31 years ago right now that the law w- became oh, oh, a law, oh, oh. and there was this big yeah. rally at the Capitol, and she was two weeks overdue for her last child. Yeah. Oh. So that's how committed she was to trying yeah. to see yeah. this get yeah. through. <laughs> the she was committed. To the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> So after much sausage making, if you do know yeah, you know yeah, I know was I made, about sausage. the law was born. <laughs> wow.
0: I know about sausage. <laughs> so that is so amazing. So I know that through your homeschool walk, you've been involved in a bunch of organizations that promote homeschooling nationally and statewide, but we're not going to get into those details just today. That's for another chat. It <laughs> is. Another chat with So we we'll Mary back. Yes. But what we do want to know um, is, is, how is how has CHAT been involved? and making that original, really stringent Pennsylvania law better. Well,
2: that 1988 law was great, but you know, gave us what well, we need basically need to keep going, yeah. but it was pretty restrictive. Now this map, we yeah, there you go. Here.
0: We're good. Um, here we are, kids! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can
2: see that those states are red. That means, this is, you can find this on the Homeschool Legal Defense Association's website. That means it's very restrictive a lot of oversight from your school district. The rest of the nation lives pretty happily, but we are probably neck and neck with New York for the most restrictive law in the nation. So Chet created a thing called HELP, Home Education Lobbying Program. We just sort of learned from HSLDA how to do a little bit of lobbying and we would set up a few lobby days and families would come in and they would learn a little bit that we mm-hmm. learned from HSLDA. Yeah. And we'd go into the Capitol and we would actually lobby, particularly about issues that we saw that were coming up that might be restrictive for us Mm -hmm. as homeschooling parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the years CHAP has monitored bills and kept track of legislation that would impact homeschooling freedom or or negatively in any other ways. We would call for action from our members Mm -hmm. and many of you did that. And that was was a very blessing, Mm -hmm. very good blessing. Then in 2002, HB 2560 was introduced. CHAP and many other homeschooling leaders and organizations, HSLDA, Mm -hmm. band together to, to get this formed. Really it didn't take a lot of work because we had hoped for a complete freedom bill, which was you would just simply have to send in an intent to the school district and that's I how said. you would let them know yeah. that you were homeschooling. Yeah. And that was and so it. Other states do that.
0: People coming into Pennsylvania and say, This is what I did. No, yeah. it's <laughs> so different here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So a yeah. hearing was held in that as if I recall correctly, at that time it was probably the most um, attended hearing in all of Pennsylvania history. There were over a thousand or near a thousand, somewhere around that count, of homeschoolers who were That's in support awesome. of this bill. They wore red t shirts, so we kind of joked that there was the Red Sea. Wow. It was a little allusion wow. to Moses wow. that you would like a little <laughs> escape <laughs> across the Red Sea to some freedom over here. Wow. We had about a hundred who were opposed, and they wore blue shirts. Wow. And um, I'd say the testimonies that were heard there were primarily in favor. They had several people testifying, eight or nine people, one yeah. public school teacher, and uh, and one person was opposed, and then the rest were pretty much in favor. In the end, the legislators said that those hundred represented disunity in the homeschooling movement. And they slapped, put poison an amendment on this mm-hmm. bill, which meant it was an amendment that would make it very difficult if it got out of education committee or ever passed and it killed it. But it still was helpful because they put CHAP on the map. Mm-hmm. People began to understand that CHAP was there, that they care about what was happening, that they're working as much as we could to keep you alerted, everybody mm-hmm. out there, to mm-hmm. what was going on in the legislation, legislator. And um, home edu- the, the uh, home education became something known for the House Education Committee. We would go down and visit post that time, and they the conservative members, two or three of them, would actually come to us and say, hey, you know, well, tell us about this bill. What do you think about this? Wow, so they actually were looking perfect. for some of our advice, you know, yeah. not that it had much impact, but they were aware they were looking right And out. they were aware that homeschoolers could be a force to reckon with. So I think yeah. they were trying to at least be tender. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's incredible.
1: incredible. That's good. That's amazing. That is just yes. amazing. That yeah, you know, I just take for granted the last eighteen years of homeschooling yeah. and and oh, how yeah. relatively easy it. Yeah. it has yeah. been for me because it's here in the laws. Mm-hmm.
2: That's an amazing story mm-hmm. so awesome. um,
1: were there any other changes in the law that chap was involved
2: in yes in um 2014 yes, there were some positive changes that were, took place on the current law the chap legislative liaison at that time along with other homeschooling leaders worked with legislators and hslda to try to re- ease up the burden on the law mm-hmm. that we have and they'd hope to do more But the complications of making a law making Sausage. floored <laughs> some of their efforts, right? so the sausages Isn't came the out a little sausage, bit. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite Lebanon's sweet bologna. It was <laughs> <laughs> apple
0: breakfast sausage. <laughs> uh,
2: but nonetheless, they work had some great gains for, um, for us. The, the change means that we eliminate the public school superintendent's review of the portfolios, yes. which is great. Yes, um, It requires superintendents to accept an evaluator's yeah. uh, determination that an appropriate education is taking place for homeschooling yeah. families provides for an administrative procedure to resolve any claim by the superintendent that something had gone wrong in the particular year's learning uh, process mm-hmm. and it ensures it that the um, homeschooling program may continue during any time there's an appeal for an adverse ruling by a hearing examiner, mm-hmm. so you don't have to stop if there's some question mm-hmm. okay. mm-hmm. And I going. think this one's important. It, re- it, um, it also requires that a high school diploma from a supervisor of homeschooling programs signed mm-hmm. by an evaluator, and if you wish, the superintendent of your school district would be recognized and have the same value mm-hmm. as a diploma issued by okay. Commonwealth, which yeah. is yeah. great. That is
0: that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That is really great. Yeah. That definitely changed the trajectory of my homeschooling programs. So. It sure did. <laughs> So, we are so fortunate to have those legislators too who are willing to work with us to make the law better. I mean, yeah, there's people who are willing yeah. to help make homeschooling better. Yeah, and so what a blessing awesome. to homeschoolers that CHAP
1: has been here to guide and influence legislators to make the new laws friendlier.
2: Yeah. When CHAP and HSLDA and many other homeschooling leaders and parents are working, on a bill to try to exempt homeschoolers from the recent HB 1650 yeah, that occurred to our great surprise this year. Mm-hmm. Um, CHAP and HSLDA and others have been monitoring this closely, but mm-hmm. it was passed rather stealthily. Um, they took as much action as they could when they mm-hmm. learned about 12 to 24 hours before what had actually happened. Uh, this action, it limits uh-huh. our homeschooling freedom by dropping that compulsory age mm-hmm. from, from eight to from six. Eight to six. Yeah. And they're also extending it on the other side it goes beyond 17 to 18 mm-hmm. and but they're hoping that the people who are working is that they can get that change too so that if you're completed if you've completed your education at 16 or 17 you're ready mm-hmm. to go on the next phase that you won't be hindered by, that, by that. yeah and uh, you'll probably have mm-hmm. to just submit an intent that's what the hope is you would submit an intent to to homeschool if you have a six-year-old and then you would be free from that for mm-hmm. two years mm-hmm.
0: So, so, oh, go ahead. I was at the wrong spot. <laughs> He's working on <out laughs> a
2: change in the school code. Um, hopefully, we'll make it make this situation better. Now, Chap's current legislative liaison is Esquire Brad Estito, wonderful yeah. man, Hello. works awesome. tirelessly to keep yes, he a does. watch it's on the sure legislative issues. And and issues. <laughs> Ginger and D said that they hear about over 361 bills, bills this year. Have you ever Just read a bill? Uh, Oh yeah, I mean, of
1: them. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, someone
2: from Chap is reading Reading all of
1: those bills to ensure that nothing,
2: nothing sneaking in there. Wow. And um, of course, Chap tries to alert its members or people that are associated with Chap to act if we need to if something comes up that's a threat to our freedoms. Mm -hmm. I think this is the most important thing: is you out there that um you those of you who send the emails, make the phone yes. calls, visit and lobby. Yes. That, that makes a yes. huge God. difference. You're the face of yeah. homeschoolers in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it. it's so important mm-hmm. that um you can you, you make that known and we thank you for, for taking mm-hmm. part in that. Because it's your efforts that keep that that's right uh question right. of homeschooling freedom in front of the legislation. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: So thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you all of you out there who are faithful supporters. Yes, thank, thank you for you. all the time you give, um, your your talents, any way that you're supporting CHAP and, and getting involved, whether it's legislatively or otherwise. Um, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing without the people who have volunteered. So we thank you so much, and we are so glad for CHAP. We're so glad that CHAP has been here, and uh, the previous CHAP board members who have worked so tirelessly to make Pennsylvania homeschooling better. Um, seriously, hours, hours of hard work. That's right. Lots right. of right. predecessors. Lots of blood, Lots. <laughs> sweat. <laughs> Everybody. Lots of blood, sweat, and tears. But it's also a lot of joy because there's a lot of joy. Yeah, and
2: it's really great to see unity among yeah. homeschoolers, even yeah. if they have different philosophy about education yes. or whatever. Working together on these freedom yeah. issues because this is critical. That's right. That's it awesome.
1: is. It is critical. It yeah. is very critical. So viewers. If you would like to be involved in making homeschooling better in Pennsylvania and
0: helping to protect our right to homeschool, please let us know. CHAP needs you. Yes, yes, yes. Comment below, or you can email us at staff at chaponline.com. We are building a legislative team because we want to keep our relationships up there fresh in Harrisburg. So if you're interested in that, we want to know. That's right.
2: Without your help, it would be a whole lot harder to accomplish this. That. Yes, That's right. Good.
0: Accomplishing wall changes as a team for homeschoolers across the state is so rewarding. It is, and not to mention, it's going to help generations of homeschoolers come. Like your kids, mm-hmm. your kids, 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 kids. <laughs> and on we go. And every so. bit of help counts. It does.
2: It does. Every does. bit it counts. counts. Yep. Every and the relationships
1: thing. we build as we
0: do it are forever. How about it, Mary? Yes. <laughs> if you can't give time, perhaps you could give a donation to CHAP's legislative the legislative efforts. You can go to chaponline.com slash donate. Thanks for partnering with CHAP to continue making homeschool, homeschooling better in Pennsylvania. And we will continue to work to equip and connect and encourage and protect you and all the homeschoolers here in Pennsylvania
1: so much for coming and sharing with us, Mary. I know it blessed me tremendously just to hear from you oh, and yeah. to hear the way that you work tirelessly to pave the way for yeah, us I and know. how things yeah. change. It's been awesome having
0: you here and we'll have you back. Oh. It's been <laughs> a joy
2: to be here and thanks for the opportunity. I'm happy to share awesome. and hopefully it'll impact somebody to think about that one email, that one yeah,
0: right. you never know when your pie will change someone's mind. Yeah, <laughs> your, your pie. Fix that sausage. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well,
2: this has been chat with Chat. See you next time,
0: everybody.